0: we love horror movies from the 70s and 80s and we watch them for two days straight and then we go write a book now we're looking back at every title one at a time in this podcast that we put out monthly once we've had an episode for every movie it's time to meet up for another shock marathon oh yeah the red light is indeed red, which means we're recording another exciting episode of the Shock Marathon's podcast. I am Matt Farley, here with Charlie Roxburgh. Greetings. Tom Scalzo. Hello. <clears throat> hello, And Ava Scalzo. Hi. And we watched Memorial Valley Massacre, which, early on oh. in my version at least, was titled uh, Valley of Death. Did you guys get have that experience as well?
1: Interesting. No. I knew that
2: existed. It's also known as at one time Memorial Day Massacre.
0: I've seen that, which is mm.
2: arguably better. And then yeah, the, uh, yeah, you know, right? Why why bother to not call it the holiday? And then um, also um, Son of Sleepaway Camp. Really?
3: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, isn't that
2: crazy? They they that is just crazy. just for business reasons they said hey even though it's unrelated. Let's just call it that, and uh, <laughs> that, it, it didn't that. stick on all titles, uh, on all versions. But,
1: but that's interesting because on the the tape that I have, the tag is just when you thought it was safe to go back in the tent.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's like they're playing off that, but they didn't. But they it forgot.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one I watched, uh, right on the screen, it said Valley of Death. I had never seen that before, wow. but very bland. Cool. Very bland. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Do, you know, do you know the
2: other tagline is um, an unforgettable evil that will not die. <laughs> um, and the great thing about it is, uh, he is. Um, oh, wait, what does it say? No, uh, they were a forgotten evil that will never die. And he's absolutely not forgotten. He's remembered to like the detriment of that one guy. He's like a harped upon evil. He's yeah. remembered every day this evil. And he will die.
0: He's very and he will, yeah, yeah, he
2: will probably die. So that's a good not true tagline.
0: In the uh in the opening, the nature like we see cars driving into the camp area, and then we see nature shots, which in um, my version, at least, looked like such different like stock footage that so did not blend in. Charlie, yeah, and that's what that that's a plus. <laughs> so once you start
2: see, once you start seeing that, you're like, yes, we're on the right track here. It's like it's like Slash Dreams. It, it many of uh, a litany of this kind of movie where you get some bad stock footage, you get synthesizer gentle score. It doesn't seem like horror. There's boring vehicles, and I was loving it.
0: Ava.
3: So to me, it just reminded me of before dawn. What is that one? The Just the,
0: Before just Dawn. Just before
3: <laughs> dawn. I was like, wait a second, are you tricking me? And is this another boring <laughs> we're out in the
0: forest yeah oh what and um what a relief that it, it was not that but yeah for sure it starts off with that we got a, a car driving in the woods and we get to look at uh, animals clearly not filmed on the same day um or or same continents or you name it <laughs> um so and then in a jarring moment like we see the line of people which is just Feels so preposterous to me that this many people are are trying to get into this (laughs) this primitive site, Charlie. It's like the first thing that's in
2: line with the cartoony nature of movies, which we love.
1: Yeah, (laughs) so cartoony. It's like the people in Worm Meters lining up to get hot dogs. (laughs) It would would never happen, but it's great.
2: You wish it did, yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, it's the assortment. I mean, like. Cause it's the, these. There's people in like full on business suits. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're big they're, businessmen. Like, yeah,
3: bikers. Like people you don't expect to be out yeah. camping Memorial Day weekend.
0: No. Yeah, no attempts at realism. Not even. Not even close. I mean, you're right, Charlie. It's so cartoony. So. And cartoony. it's more sophisticated for that very reason.
2: <laughs>
0: Some would say. Some would say. That's quite a statement. <laughs> Take that, world. <laughs> now, let's listen. Uh, the big boss, the guy who owns the, the place, he is not happy with his workers. And let's listen to how he talks to them. Said to you,
3: Mr. Sangster. You have been
1: up here four months to make this campground operational. I show up for the big opening, Memorial Day weekend. And now you tell me the camp is not ready for the public? Well, I call that incompetence. We just lost a man in a construction accident this morning. I don't want any alibis. No excuses. My firm has made a major investment in this development. We have big future plans for Memorial Valley. Ski resorts, shopping centers, condominiums, etc. And that's only the beginning. Yes, sir, I hear you, but the roads aren't finished. The electrical's out. The supplies are late. Did you hear about the water supply?
0: And then we get to see that uh, there's a dead dog in the water supply. So, I mean, they they just start us off. And, uh, I mean, that... That businessman is just cliche businessman. <laughs> you know? Oh, know,
1: it's the classic. You know, the in, like what is it? There's like the fall festival has to go on. Yes. we can't we can't stop for anything. This is like the opening of the valley has to. That setup is so I love it because there's just unnecessary tension placed on a a, a situation that never would happen. Yes.
2: And I wonder if I wonder when it, if it happened before Jaws, or if all this came after the Fourth of July uh, Jaws scene, because it's in so many movies, but I don't know which ones it was in before Jaws. Yes,
0: if any. Yeah, we should look into that. So okay. the water's been tainted. There's a dead dog in there. How could he have gotten in there? He would have had to lift a 50-pound lid to fall in there on his own, but they're just gonna let it go. Um the workers announced they're quitting. I mean, Bert just died earlier, so um, and now there's a dead dog. Enough is enough. Uh, George, he's the manager of the campground. Uh, he decides he's going to open the place anyway. Um, then we meet Dave, the son of the owner of the camp, the the, the son of the big businessman. Uh, he He's more of a, an earthy kind of um, outdoorsman uh, compared to his dad. But but he's, he's Dartmouth-educated, and he's got to prove himself to George, who runs the place. So the main characters we need to know, really, are George, the grizzled um, guy who's running the place, and it was his idea to open this place, and then Dave, the son of the owner. Um, so George announces that there's no running water, and that causes half of the people who are waiting there to just go home. And George is happy, Charlie
2: and i think the, the filmmakers are probably happy cuz they're like <laughs> yes
0: all these extras gone they're like
2: you know we're down to like this few people absolutely well even
3: in that in that scene like he's using this megaphone and they're still only like they're all standing super close to him and there's maybe like 20 people and you end up with 10
2: yeah that's true it it, it doesn't (laughs)
0: match the the traffic jam the traffic jam is not matched by the people I it seems to me but hey yeah uh now we're gonna meet some of the campers in a segment in which people drop lots of things and bump into things (laughs) that was an enjoyable little montage uh (laughs) Dave tells George that Deke, Deek is kind of like the handyman, I guess, uh, in the campground, yeah. Tom. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and source of wisdom.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, so Deke thinks that all the things that are happening, you know, the death of the worker, the dog, um, in the water supply, he doesn't think it's accidental. George, he won't buy it. Um, moments later, George notices a broken window in the supplies shed. Um he goes to check it out and then when he leaves we are introduced to um the an- the anti-hero or is he the hero uh, i guess is the caveman good or bad i i know no he, one knows nobody, i no mean one can say, yeah but I,
2: he's okay. not enough of a rebel really to be an anti-hero
0: <laughs> he was hiding True. behind the yeah. door. what do we say about this caveman oh my goodness like talk about cartoony they 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 put no effort in a good way they put no effort into making this guy realistic. They're just like, Let's buy the most <laughs> obvious caveman costu- costume and and make sure the guy's clean too. You know, like this guy has been living in the woods all his life, is just so clean and his costume is so clean. Charlie It's like Flint it's like Flintstones almost.
2: <laughs> like, you know, I was watching an episode of Flintstones yesterday. I think we can go that route with the, with our caveman. But yeah, it, because he's so cartoony, you, you don't you don't feel bad for him, really. It's just, it's just funny, and it's, it's, it's an, a there's a pure innocence here that, like, if some twelve year olds were renting this movie back in the day, they would just enjoy it, and you don't have to think about it too much. Like, you need a caveman yeah. here's a caveman.
1: <laughs> and just to compare with like things like the forest, where there's like a cannibal killer yeah. guy who's out there, or like like movies that there actually is like some sort of evil force. Like, this is not an eternal evil it's just a, a, a kid basically who just is just living in the wild and people you know mess with him he gets angry but he's not really like the existential threat
0: yeah and they don't get too deep about it and um you're not there's no actual fear or concern for, you know, like you're not attached to any of the people who die it's perfectly fine and you can be on the side of the bad guy i mean he's He's a genuine person who's just trying to protect his land. Yeah. Um. You know, and it, it doesn't get into like uh you know, the, like the the inbreeding and in, uh, just before dawn that just feels like dirty and gross. Uh, of course, yeah. moments later he kills a dog, and still I'm on his side, which is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they get into it here that you know establishing
2: that he hates noise. Like I I guess it's. <laughs> I love he doesn't that. like anything. thing <laughs> not like he doesn't like anything invading his <laughs> his um the god God's country of um, Memorial Valley. But um, it's just that's first. So I thought, Does he hate dogs or is he scared of dogs? But no, it's 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 the loud noise. Yeah,
0: it gets to him. All right, it, so... re,
2: he really freaks out too. It's a little confusing almost because <laughs> he should be used to animals and <laughs> yeah, I know,
3: I know. I mean, they didn't really um. Develop his character in any sort or of any or act.
0: anybody's character, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: a
2: lot of them they do. I mean, they give you. They, they, there's this whole, um, the, the, you know. You're pulling it straws, man. Everyone has a little something. I was just, as I was watching it, I was just thinking, you know, they didn't have to to be this nuanced with the with these bikers. And <laughs> I uh I really, like, I, I really uh, like we'll
0: get to it, but when they start talking about like the old days of the bike gang versus how it is now, oh I really liked hearing hearing them. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Those are highlights for sure. Let's listen Thank as Dave Dave sees a lovely lady struggling to set up her tent. Um in he, he, of course, is like, well, she can't do that herself. Let me go uh, intervene. And um, she almost hits him in the toe with a little axe. Let's listen to them talk to each other.
3: Can I help? <gasps> Jesus. Is that your idea of funny? That's your idea of
0: accuracy? Looks like you might need... Let me just interject. Is that your idea of funny? It's like, what? Me saying, can I help you? What are you talking about? That It's like... <laughs> It's like they cut out a moment where he says a joke, they, but they left her reaction to it. You know? All right, I'll keep it going.
4: Some uh, professional
0: assistance.
3: Take a hype, Dudley Do-Right, and I can handle this myself.
0: Maybe I can save you 30 minutes.
3: I've got the time.
0: Maybe 40.
3: <sighs> What's your name? Sangster?
4: Call me David.
3: Listen, Sangster, I'm—I'm sure you're probably a really nice guy, but, well, I did come here to be by myself. Get it?
1: Got it. Look, uh, if you need
4: anything—anything—I live at the store.
2: Sure.
0: good stuff. Huh? I love that. That is that is fantastic. Let's just think
2: about it a little more. This I love this movie and it's pretty much flawless, but this is the only time that he's sleazy.
0: And yeah, he's even that much it is not right? and this
2: is the only time that she's annoyed with him. Yo,
0: Every, yeah. <laughs> like,
2: so both of the things make no sense because there there's no like easing into her warming up to him and there's no he well, every he, other way he's kind of a guy you sort of like. He's like, you know, he's not stuck up. I and... have
0: two words though, Charlie. Inner sanctum. That that's all it takes. Oh, the inner sanctum. When, yeah. When he discusses yeah, the inner true. sanctum, that's the that's the moment. That's the journey from this uh uncomfortable meeting to uh to the love affair that that is consummated that night, I'm pretty sure. That's
1: true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um I love
1: to Instead of just saying, I'll be at the ranger's office, he's like, I live at the store. <laughs> like, <what? laughs>
0: That's pretty cool. And he just got there that day, right? Yeah, I live <laughs> at the store. I mean, by that, I mean I put my bag down there uh, 10 minutes ago. I live yeah, there. Yeah, my store a place that doesn't sell anything. <laughs> um. So before leaving, he thanks her for the nail trim. Ha, ha, ha. I love it. That reminds me of... Uh, She's an axe to hammer in a thing. Is, she, is it the the reverse side Yeah, yeah, of why the, yeah, that's a very
2: good point. Why is she using an axe? <laughs> that's, that's what they call in the movies and I don't really know if they do this. A mistake? A bit of a bit of business, which is very <laughs> written. A yeah. a very written yeah. moment. Like, okay, you're using the, the little hatchet like this. And she's like, What? That doesn't make sense. Just do it. Yeah. I'm looking at the script here. You're using this hatchet
0: like this, and it almost hits his toe. And it's like a this funny thing. And everyone's like, uh It's like in cam- <laughs> it's like in campus corpse. In campus corpse, when they have the conversation by the tree and someone's eating an apple, and then he walks off camera, and then he throws the apple back to the character who's still on camera, and then you cut the scene, and it's like, oh so example, written yeah. right early so with a capital written. w Ugh. Good
1: call.
0: george tells dave to quit flirting and start helping him dig some latrines uh so that's good george is no nonsense uh, to, uh f- at this point at least now we meet the bikers uh leon tosses a brew to his buddy he opens the can and it explodes Oh, so funny let's listen to them jo- let's listen to them joke about the shaken can and then lament the fact that their biker gang is so depleted. <laughs>
1: Got another can that shook up.
4: 400 miles and shook up. <laughs> and
0: loving every minute of it. I can begin, baby. So,
1: where do you suppose the rest of those roving eyes are? It
0: huh? uh, yeah, looks like we're the first ones here.
1: Dream on. Ain't none of them large butts gonna be making this trip. We're it.
0: Bullshit. Merle's right. The days when we had 200 bikers rolling down I 70 on a road trip are gone. Yeah, man. Mm. Most of those mothers have traded their Harleys and leathers in for femurs and pinstripe suits. <laughs> Face it, we're an anachronism. The hell I am. What's that mean, anachronism?
4: It means we're not cool anymore, mm. dude.
0: Oh, wow. I mean, that is getting a lot of information across. In, in so much backstory. Very and enjoyable heart. dialogue, too. Uh, anachronism, that's great. Vocab?
1: That's impressive. That's it's impressive.
2: so good! We didn't need all that. They could have just been bikers who were just acting tough. They're actually acting, you know, sensitive.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. They are sensitive bikers.
2: They're They're super sensitive. They're
1: very. It's like they're they're, they're domesticated bikers.
3: They totally are. (laughs) Yeah.
2: They look tough and everything, but they're softies and they're, they're, they're buddies. And, you know, one of the guys, if he's a little afraid to do something, the other guys aren't going to goad him into it. He's going to stick to his guns and, and, you know, yeah. And, and and just one thing, I don't know did I hear one of you guys I don't know if I heard one of you guys use the words flawless pacing yet. But at this point we just get this new group of characters and we get yeah. enough out of them. We don't yeah. get bored with them and it's like, okay, upping the ante with this fun mix of oh, yeah. of yeah, fellas and ladies. Yeah.
0: It's so good. That's big, you're you're totally right. It is just boom, boom, boom. Just unbelievable character after unbelievable character.
2: But just enough, you know, of each guy, each group. Yeah.
0: They decide to party down anyway. Uh, no running water. They'll just shower and shave with beer. Uh, the leader tosses a knife at a sign, and ta-da, we're uh, introduced to this this big nerdy kid who steals the knife. He's got a, a, a thie- thievery problem. How about that kid? Oh, my God. Ava, yeah, what did so you think I... of that kid? <laughs> okay,
3: so... <laughs> Every time he was on the screen, they played this ridiculous music that I kept telling Tom reminded me of The
0: Animals Are Clumsy, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean. Classic, I see. You just, music, I just yeah. want to punch that kid Good in the point. face. Every time I see him, don't you just want to punch him, Tom?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, what's the kid from Caddyshack? He's kind of like that kid from... The caddyshack mm. that's always whining about stuff. Yeah,
0: just so clean cut and and, and weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's and, and great casting, great. Casting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Although he looks like he's like thirty, like thirty oh. year old dressed as a kid, right, Charlie? <laughs> I guess so. But how yeah. about how about also the segue with the knife, just to talk about how well done? Yeah, this movie it's a is. good way to get us into a new character.
2: Yeah, segue to new character, then knife established, and then it pays off again later. If they had just like thrown a beer can and then it went. You know, which would have been fine, too, but it actually mm. goes into a thing that pays off.
0: Yeah, it's very true. All right. Uh, now, George checks his pocket watch and talks about how his dad gave it to him. Um, what is going on with the sound of this, like, classic <laughs> gold <laughs> ancient pocket watch? And every time you open it, it's like... ding ding Like, synthesizer yeah. music. And i uh, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, is this the soundtrack? Or is this... It's an the anachronism. Coming. Yeah, it was very confusing.
1: <laughs> it is an anachronism. How <laughs> many pocket watches play music? It's not like it's a <laughs> and it would be. Box.
0: it would be authentic chimes. It would not be like a, 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 yeah. a cheesy 1980s synthesizer. Oh, my. Well, the,
3: the, <laughs> it took me a while to realize that that music was supposed to be coming from the, like, I, yeah. it took me a while to put that together.
0: Me too. Yeah, it's not.
2: It keeps you on your toes. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where they chose, <laughs> they chose heart over sort of they, like uh, reality.
0: Oh my God. Like how, if you can, if you're able to dub in synthesizer, you can dub in like an actual bell, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> what a choice. Like, <laughs> were they just like yeah whatever what's easier which one's easier let's do it that way <laughs> no one cares <laughs> it's like the same you know they're like they, someone's like hey the caveman does not look like he's been living in the woods for 30 years Eh it's fine who cares just get it done oh wow that i mean that is i, I was so confused i i like the third time in, I was like, "Well, I guess that's supposed to be reality." Wow, I can't believe they're selling this to us. Charlie, though, you're you're glad they did. It, it's unique, you know. It's it's unique, and it and just the fact that he has it on anyway. No, no real
2: outdoorsman would have this ostentatious. He would, it would get broken, you know. You you want something a little more utilitarian, but um, I don't know. I it's funny, and you know they wanted it to pay off later, and they needed it to have some memorable feature that would have stuck in the head of this of a boy years ago and that was what they went for
0: then they go to save some campers um by they i mean george and um dave they go to save some campers from a bunch of snakes um after that happens the guy announces he and his wife are leaving they'd heard rumors about the area but always ignored it but not anymore charlie can we talk about the fire extinguisher for a quick sec yes Okay, so I really like
2: – George is about to kill them with a shovel, pound with a shovel. This uh, yeah. David's kind of showing off his knowledge. He's like, hey, wait. Gets the fire extinguisher, sprays them. Now do it. <laughs> I guess he was trying to show that he calmed them more than they were, because they were kind of stable and just hanging out on the food anyway. Yeah. But um, I thought it was funny that they wanted us to show – I thought if his fire extinguisher thing killed them, then it would have solved yeah. – beating them with a shovel, but...
1: But, but what's-his-name was impressed, though. He was impressed, the,
2: yeah. A college boy. Like,
1: quick, quick thinking there, college boy. <laughs> they now... were slightly
0: colder when I beat them. Now we I, meet... I
3: didn't, I didn't understand that scene, because was that supposed to be the caveman who put the snakes?
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess so, but it's, yeah, it's but not... It didn't
3: really make sense with the rest of... The other things that the like even the water supply thing still never completely made total sense to me because what the caveman ends up doing late like it feels like at first like that it's all accident it's kind of accidental. Like it's not like he's going out to kill
0: right. It's when they come
2: to him. Yeah. He just wants them gone. Yeah. yeah.
0: It seems mm, yeah. it seems not his M.O. Yeah, you, you, it's a very good point. It's not his M.O. to be terrorizing the people. It's more he waits. If they're going to infringe upon his territory, then he's going to have to do something about it. But he's he, he doesn't seem actively doing that. And, and it's kind of prankish, too, you know, Charlie.
2: Yeah, and imagine how hard it would be to gather, like, 15 snakes in a bag, wow. transport them to when the camper isn't looking, and then put it on their... Food. You know, yeah. You're speaking as a as a
0: civilized uh, city folk. Oh, you know, that's true. You, you, if you grew that's up true. out there, you, you that's that's easy. That's very easy. Yeah.
2: Although he he does it looks like he has tea lights in his cave, so he's he's a little bit civilized.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we meet Tom, Rick, and Wendy, three young friends who love rock and roll music, um, well, punk, speed metal. metal, speed, speed metal. metal. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Tom asks Wendy which one of them she likes better. She will not commit, but she announces that perhaps tonight they'll find out which one of the two she'd rather sleep with. So, um, that that's that's great. I love. I these are my favorite characters. I love these three. They are just so much fun, huh, Tom?
1: Yeah, I, but what what were they? What was the point of this trip? Like, let's go out out on this camping trip for for a week with with a like. Two of us and you and hopefully you'll pick one of us and then the, the rest of the week will the be other horribly will, yeah awkward.
0: yeah i know yeah well that's so
2: speed metal kids though <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about the casting yeah uh, it's yeah. brilliant they're so good Great. all those people i don't even think of them as actors i just think those are
0: those are like those are real speed
2: metal kids
0: now let's yep. listen yep. um the parents did you have something to say tom or no Oh, okay. The nope. parents of the the kid who stole the knife, they come to the speed metal kids to ask if they've seen their son, and this is what what happens between uh, these two uh, groups of people.
1: Knock knock. Oh, I hope we're not disturbing you. What do you want? I'm Rita Badovkin, and this is my husband Chuck. Say hello, Chuck. Well, I'm Mo, and they're Larry and Curly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch the names. Would you mind turning that music down a bit so I could hear you? Check you, Farley. Hey, what's the matter? (laughs) Don't you like speed metal? Forget it. Listen, we were wondering if you've seen our son. He's a big boy. A little younger than you, I guess. Blonde hair? He took off the minute we got here, we just haven't seen him since. Does he look sort of like you? I yes. Sort of dumpy and stupid? (laughs) Now just a minute. Kind of fat and weird? Ever. he's probably out in the woods humping bambi or maybe he's plugging up a knot <laughs> hole in some tree <laughs> come on Chuck. we don't have to stay here and be insulted
2: yeah you can go somewhere else and be insulted
0: oh yeah i love that that is some good back and forth isn't that just fantastic tom
1: <laughs> it's a little mean but uh, i like it's 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 true to their their characters i guess
0: it's 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 not as like the fighting in say Curse of the Screaming Dead is a lot like um, feels more real than this fighting, uh, Charlie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it
2: it has a little bit of a sitcom air to it, you know. If you're watching like Small Wonder and the neighbor comes over, you know, it could be it could be something like the, like the tension between those two groups or it's good stuff.
0: Now, um, they find their kid just as Dave has taken the key to the kid's four wheeler. So, um, you know, the, it's been explicitly stated. I guess it's not a four wheeler; it's a three wheel. Um, what do you call that uh, machine? Tom? ATV. ATV, yeah. thank you, thank ATV. you. Let's listen to the back and forth here. This is—it's uh, really enjoyable dialogue, real, like over the top, bright, lively characters. I'm entertained.
1: You tell your boy here to give my son back the keys to his bike.
0: Yeah, I wasn't gonna ride it. I was only gonna check out the engine. <gasps> oh, you know who he is? He's Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who he is. Let's hear more. You know, it's against the law to ride bikes here, ma'am. Yes.
1: It's a stupid law. (laughs) We have a lot of money invested in these machines. Ma'am, you've got to understand that the natural balance in this valley is very delicate. Any
4: invasion of the ecosystem by unrestricted vehicles like this one could destroy that balance.
1: That sounds right. I want those keys back now. David? You can get the keys back ma'am when you check out in the meantime if you ride either one of these bikes you can expect a substantial fine come on david we got work to do you folks enjoy your stay here put the bike away
0: don't make me
1: where have you been all day and where'd you get the knife i found it stole it stop it you know he doesn't
0: do that anymore i love that yeah. Just, yeah, there's a lot of baggage there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's the curse of the screaming Dead too did you swipe it did you swipe it oh uh,
0: yeah yeah like oh, right. stealing yeah, uh, yeah good point all right now we get to see the caveman running through the woods um there's been a bunny caught in a trap that he set he freezes. And he does a flip off a tree i'm sorry to interrupt yeah but that some was amazing great moves. yeah some really good moves um he fr- he free he frees the bunny. Now we see his cave where there's a fire burning. He eats some berries by the fire. He feeds a cute mouse and then kisses it. So, if you didn't like him for killing the dog, he's won you back over by by kissing a mouse. Uh, now the big nerdy kid. Oh, uh, again, just as over the top as the cave, like. Everything about it is so over the top. It it's fantastic. Um he he's sneaking around the grounds, this nerdy kid. He uses the knife to break into the camp store. He helps himself to the keys and George's dad's watch, which once again makes makes that great sound, Ava. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was the second time. You're like, "Okay, wait, that's the same sound again." <laughs> No, is that a mu- is it together? Is that a musical cue, or are we supposed to believe that that kid is hearing that too? And I'm I'm still I'm eighty. I guess I'm. Are we hundred percent sure that's being heard by the characters, Tom? Uh, I ninety five
1: percent sure. Because I
0: think caveman <laughs> reacts to it at some point, right, Charlie? Yes. Okay. Wow. Alright, um, now George visits the military guy in his trailer. He's introduced to Gloria, who goes by Pepper. Pepper Mintz. Get it, oh, she asks. Yeah. And I, I'm i going to say no, I do not get it. <laughs> I, I didn't get that his, either. His
1: name is General Mintz.
0: Oh, his last name is Mintz? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Do they you. ever bring that up again? It's,
1: it's on the side of the camper. It's oh, really so subtle. If, you, if if you blink, you miss it.
0: I'm impressed. Charlie and Tom <laughs> both picked up on that. I blinked too, Ava. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. But it's and so subtle. Say, it's
0: sophisticated. Yeah, it's, it really
2: is. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a nice. Yeah, but if you didn't see that sign before he goes in, it doesn't make any sense. No.
2: Correct. That's a risk.
1: <laughs> it's a risk. Yeah. But this is this guy's William Smith. Also, by the way, who's a kind of a legend in the the horror, uh, the annals of horror. Nice. he's been in quite, quite a few things
2: in like all yeah in like in action and everything this guy yeah, yeah I, I i knew i knew him and then i started to look at him some more i was like this guy man he is in yeah. everything He he's a total legend for his life and for all the movies he's been in
1: yeah
0: over some jack daniels they discuss whether they knew who knocked over the trash outside their rv um, George decides that he's gonna stay in the RV for a while, keep on drinking with the general as they watch the Army Navy game from 1957 on the VCR, <laughs> which is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, now the nerdy uh, the nerdy kid, I guess he's not nerdy. I don't know how to describe him, um, but he's fat. He's the fat kid. The fat kid.
2: <laughs> he's a little spoiled too. Spoiled he Seems like he gets away with a lot of things. Spoiled fat yeah.
0: kid starts riding on the bike um, that he was told not to use. He's he's a despicable person. He really is. Um, cave, the caveman hears the noise. Oh, no, he's distraught. Uh, and so he uses one of his traps to knock the kid off the bike. Then the caveman attacks the bike for a bit. Like he's He doesn't seem to know <laughs> which, <laughs> which of the two things is a living thing, which I don't buy. I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, um, and, and you're proven right because later he knows
2: how to how to disable the Jeep. He like open you know, the hood is open, and he's taken out pieces. Right. So he yeah. understands and, he, and he's seen cars before.
1: He sabotages the general's camper. Yes, yeah, so by, it'll explode. Manipulating the fuel source.
0: He's learned <laughs> he a knows. lot. Yeah, he learns a lot in two days, maybe. <laughs> um the kid slashes him in the face, so caveman breaks the kid's neck. Thank God. Uh, as as funny as it is to see the kid, I'm also it's 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 quite. It feels good to see him killed. He grabs the watch with the sound, and the sound drives him mad. And that's the mm. moment where we know for sure this sound, this is it. I got to let it go. All sounds, <laughs> all sounds drive him crazy. Apparently, uh, Charlie is is like what is that ever explained? Or that like why really, why does sound you know? upset him. Yeah, he just
2: freaks out about I guess we're just supposed to take it that he's so used to solitude.
0: I guess so. Only nature yeah, so sounds.
1: Woods, woods are not quiet, though.
0: But it's unnatural sounds that just get to him. All right, now it's yeah. nighttime. There's a big party um, for all the campers. Then it starts raining.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. What, before before I talk about the party, like it's... It, like there's so much effort to be like, okay, we're roughing it. We're out in the woods, you know, back to nature. And then there's a keg party, yeah, with like tons of beer and loud music. And, like, it makes no sense. And it's hosted by like the keg- the, the Ranger <laughs>
2: who is who is like the least likely person to ever want to host a party or anything. I but I right. love the I, I love the togetherness here. It, it's in it, the way that many things in this movie are better than they are in real life. If you tried to hold this party in real life, the yeah. bikers wouldn't really show up, and then speed mail kids wouldn't really show up, and they wouldn't sit around calmly and listen to a ghost story yeah. or like you know all hang out together in such close proximity. the young people might be mm-hmm. like, "That's lame, I'm not going it, It's just togetherness, and um you know it's the way the world should be.
0: yes, true. Yeah. Um, and we come back to see Caveman dragging the dead kid. And then we get back. Deke is telling the terrifying horror story to the, the partiers as the rain continues to fall. They're captivated. Except for the, the leader of the bikers. Uh, Deke chastises him for not being afraid. Bad things happen here. David and Deke lament the fact that Memorial Valley is being developed. David, um, liked to think of it as nature's inner sanctum. Uh, they yeah, round of applause. <laughs> um, and which uh, that so that's because his his lady friend hears him say that, and that's all she needs to hear. Deke tells David about George's past. Charlie, I, I wonder if
2: she's like a college student studying ecology or nature or stuff. It's yeah.
0: Well, she's into ecology. I don't know if she's t- she's studying it, but I mean that's her thing. I would think. Yeah. Uh, George's kid was kidnapped by a guy named Prescott. The ransom drop was supposed to happen in Memorial Valley, but the FBI tried to set a trap. It failed. He's been mm-hmm. looking for his kid ever since. They could have they could have made that backstory a little simpler. I don't, you know, it's not that complex, but <laughs> it's like his kid was his kid was kidnapped out here in the, in the end of story, you know what I mean? The kid could have gone missing. Yeah, just gone missing like this old oh, backstory FBI, and then they go oh, the FBI goes and uh you know does does what it does <laughs> of course they
1: botch the handover.
0: <laughs> cuz uh, i'm am I right we
2: have to believe that the kidnapper his plan was if the ransom drop doesn't work I'm gonna live in the in the cave with this boy for the rest of my
0: week, my days. <laughs> yeah, that was his evil plan. That like, was Plan B. I'll either get a lot of money out of it or a, a lifetime in the woods with this Live cave. in the cave.
3: <laughs> and at one point, the Deke I think is like talks up how like George is this amazing tracker, and I'm like, these these everyone later on comes across. This cave where the, the caveman has been living. Like everyone, the bikers, the, the like, everyone runs into this cave. So like, how did George not find it in the like 18 years that this kidnapping
0: happened? That is such yep. a good point. Oh yep. my God. And, and over the shot where they're talking
2: about how good of a tracker he is, he's like leaned over in this what three foot radius of mud looking around like a small tree, and they're just like, that guy, there goes one of the greats. One <laughs> of the greatest trackers this world has ever known, and he's just looking at this
0: one little <laughs> patch of dirt. Oh. Uh, so uh, then when, do- yeah, Tom?
1: Before before we get off of the backstory. There is in the cave at one point. There's like a skull or something. Yeah, that, I think the, that's a skull. The, that's
0: Prescott. That's Prescott, right? I'm assuming. Okay, that's. Yeah. I didn't
1: know if we had agreed that that was that was who it was.
0: That's my assumption. I think
2: so. I think so.
0: Yeah, Prescott, and they 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 spent a, a long time out there together, but then he died of natural causes. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm just extrapolating at this point, but that's that's what I assumed.
1: It's the only way to read it.
3: Well, uh, I I also kind of assumed that then the caveman ate him, right? Ooh. 'Cause he's like he's a skeleton. He's not there's like no it's like a pristine
1: Interesting. I never I don't think we ever thought of that. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. That's where my mind went. It's very possible. Very possible. <laughs> now Wendy uh starts dancing seductively in the rain for everybody. Um it's cold but nice, she explains. Um and her her two friends take her back to camp. I mean, she is uh this is a very pr- provocative uh, performance out there, especially in front of these uh, these bikers. We don't know how uh, chivalrous these bi- bikers are. Um, but Wendy...
1: Surprisingly.
3: <laughs> well, their wives don't enjoy it. Their wives don't like wives
0: it. Wives aren't happy. and I, In fact, one of them, I think, says, like, come on, honey... Uh, Watching that other girl has gotten me in the mood, you know, which every woman, wa- woman wants to hear that. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> yeah. best come on. Ever. Yeah. I'll, I'll settle with you because I can't have her. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's something. Wendy, Wendy is something else. Um, meanwhile, David and his love interest start getting along better because of the inner sanctum line. He walks her back to the do we, camp. Do we
3: know her name?
0: I don't. I don't do any of you. Denise? Uh, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Really. Um, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> good, uh, unless one of you looks it up, and uh, we'll just call him the, the David's love interest. Sorry to the actress. She's she's great, by the way. I like her a she lot. too. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Um, they walk by as Wendy is um is refusing to let the other guys in the tent. She make she's telling them they're gonna have to sleep in the car, which is you know a big turnaround from. From what she was just doing for the whole um, the whole party with that that dance, my goodness! Now she's uh, very proper, but but I love I love the back and forth between those characters. It's fun, and and Wendy's just hilarious. She's uh, she's larger than life. I guess every almost every character in this movie is larger than life, right, Charlie?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much entertainment value, and uh, it's just going really quickly from to all these different characters, and you just You have this wonderful, wonderful group at this one campground, you know?
0: So now David and, um, Denise, or whatever her name is, are in the tent. And let's listen to them talk, uh, where she reveals that, that inner sanctum line. They're in the tent. This is the party tent. No, 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 this is her tent. Let's listen. I
3: like what you said back at the party about this being the inner sanctum of nature. It's a very accurate description. Kind
2: of poetic, too. Most guys don't usually say poetic things.
1: Too afraid. When I was a kid, I used to come to this valley (laughs) with my dad. Every summer. It was a long time ago, but even
4: then, I knew it was a very special place.
3: To the inner sanctum, Memorial Valley.
0: Oh, that's good. I love when the music, yeah, the music comes in there. Oh, that is good, Charlie. You got the name of the character? I think it's Cheryl.
2: On IMDb, they say Cheryl. All
0: right, good old Cheryl. I love that. it's That so... music is
2: great. You're right, Farley. Uh, oh, just so good. Cue It's the
0: music. <laughs> it's so
2: cheap that synthesizer that it. It's better than if they had money and really had a,
1: a, a symphony.
0: It's very much, uh, I remember, because my birthday was on the 3rd, you know? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, so good. But you know what's interesting? He, in his, his story there, he said he used to come up here when he was a kid, like every summer. Right? So there's all these conflicting histories of this this <laughs> place. It's like mm. the, 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 the old guy it's like, this is haunted. Horrible things have been happening here. Then you've got like the ranger who spent his whole life hunting this valley, looking for this, the cave that no one can find. And then this guy's also been here with his dad every summer, like going, like it's what is happening? How is,
3: and, and at the beginning, it was like undeveloped. Like right. this is like the, this is the first time anyone is encroaching <laughs> upon this land.
1: It makes no sense.
2: Yeah. There's no way he wouldn't have met, had met George if he comes up there every summer and George like lives there. And then there's also no way that his dad, who's this businessman who seems to not like being there, would have gone there every summer for any period of time. Uh, but um, can I can I reference Humongous? Yes, quickly. Of course. Okay, um, big fans of the Humongous sharing body heat on the on the beach scene, and we we mm. sort of get that here with David's talk. And there's something to the effect of ninety eight point six plus. 98.6 equals the boiling, oh. point. the boiling point, the boiling point, boiling yeah. point, which is which is great. And I, I think, um, first, like a guy who rented this movie back in the 80s, just this whole scenario and everything is, um, you know, catered to that horror movie renting gent.
0: Yeah, yeah, you meet yeah. a girl, you, you you mention the inner sanctum, next thing you know, um, you're in you're in towels, yeah, that's it's how it says, works. I like
2: guys who say. Poetic things, and guys renting at home are like, well, I can think of poetic things.
0: And- <laughs> yeah, so that, that happens next. Um, she says, uh, let's take off our wet clothes. So they go and they put on towels instead. And, um, and then the 98 plus 98 line is fantastic. And they get intimate as the caveman watches their shadows through the tent. Meanwhile, uh, Wendy finally lets the guys into the tent. And moments later, a bear sticks its head in their tent. (laughs) They shine a light outside and see the dead kid. Um, David, George, and Deke examine the dead kid. Um, George insists it was a bear. Uh, Charlie.
2: So we all have to, we all agree, am I right, that that the caveman like force the bear coerced or force the bear to go there so that he would be looking guilty The the bear would
0: i do not i did not think that i i didn't i, I thought the bear that. was there random i it, thought it was count- a random thing i thought i vote random bear and just bad timing um tom and ava
1: yeah i didn't ever think it was it was part of a plan but but, okay, I, mean, so yeah, I mean, he's out it's, there in the woods. The
0: yeah, he's out there in the woods, so it's um, it's possible that he can direct the bear. I'm... There's pres- precedent with the snakes. <laughs> well,
3: I mean... Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: And, and the fact that he brings the body back close... To, like, it's why would he not just leave the body where mm-hmm. he bl- killed the kid, right? Like, why did he bring him back closer to camp? That That doesn't make... Well,
0: yeah, only a, to try to scare them away to kind of be like, "Hey, look! I'll kill the rest of you too," you know. But what? what whatever. That's. I mean, um, <laughs> sir, one of us should write a paper on this, Charlie. Yeah, right? I,
2: I don't think it it makes makes perfect sense, but it's awesome to talk about.
0: All right. So George says it's a bear, a bear that did it. David, <laughs> David wants to call the police. George won't let him. He breaks the phone and then immediately says. <laughs> We got a shortwave anyway, and he immediately calls the police via the shortwave. So, what? Is... <laughs> they only do it because it happens in Jaws. That's the only reason. They're like, it doesn't really
2: fit in here, but Quint does it in Jaws. So, you want to just break the phone? <laughs> you know?
4: It,
3: it, like, that whole argument, the whole argument makes zero sense. Zero sense. <laughs>
1: Great. yeah it's just
0: going around in circles and not just like fake um uh, attention you're uh, not calling him on this communications device <laughs> call him on the other one <laughs> no right right away um so it's the next morning david is shocked that george doesn't want to send the campers home uh, this is the speech that george gives to all the campers that morning
1: Now, I'm sure you've all heard by now about the boy who was attacked by a bear. Best I can make out, he was illegally motorcycling in the backwoods, so the attack did not occur on the campground. Nevertheless, I'm leading a hunting party this morning to get the bear, so I would like volunteers to show up at the camp store. We'll supply rifles for those who don't have them. Oh, there's a possibility that the roads may wash out. If that occurs, we'll have them back in service in a couple of days. Then you don't intend to close not necessary memorial valley remains open
0: nice i love that um musical cue and um the it's very dry <laughs> his matter of fact way of no, saying no both the the, the climate the climate though for this like these washed out roads i'm oh. not i'm not seeing yeah. it they even reference it at one point they're like it's not raining now like uh, but it will you know I I feel like the Does script it ever
1: rain? it, it rained that night the, of the keg party. The script calls
4: oh, that
0: night, yes. yeah. The script calls like... for more rain than they had when they were filming, I think.
1: Yeah. I love I love his speech though. So anyone like paying attention to his speech, like there's holes all over the place, you know. It's like the the body was found in the middle of the campgrounds, but he said it was it was way in the woods somewhere. But no one questions it. And then he's like, I'm gonna get a hunting party together Whoever wants a rifle, yeah, let us just hand them out. Just, it's we're gonna go for it. It's such a bad plan.
2: Rifles for everybody, yeah, rifles for everybody. Whoever doesn't already have one, you know, like
1: uh, I, mean, uh, I would go for the general and then maybe the ranger and leave everybody else at home,
0: yeah, yeah, miners. Okay, so now uh, after the speech, uh, many of them leave. Only our favorite characters are going to remain. Uh, the bikers decide to go searching for the dead kid's bike. Um, one of the bikers doesn't want to go. He implores the ladies to talk sense into the men, but it doesn't work, so just the two bikers go out there to to uh, get him. That's a good moment, huh, Charlie? Wait, It's fun, yeah. Ava?
3: Isn't that the moment right there um just before that that David and the lead biker guy have this like really intense conversation?
0: Oh well, yeah, know. he
1: comes over to talk to
2: them and sits down at their picnic table and
3: And it's like it's really bizarre because like they're like they have this really it's like a really pleasant, really like respectful conversation. And then when he gets up and leaves then the bikers remember that they're supposed to be like badass bikers and they start like
1: yeah that's right
3: that's right it was just it was really jarring because like they were it was like I was like oh these are like the most um like reasonable like I mean not that bikers can't be reasonable but like bikers in movies yeah like this is the most like reasonable like there's rational representation of them and then like it was like oh wait no they're supposed to be bikers so then they acted like
1: yeah that's jerks. right that was weird that's a weird scene
3: it's a very bizarre scene I wonder
0: yeah, if changes. I wonder if I had a different edit because I don't remember I don't remember that uh, the version I looked at. Um, yeah yeah it's a
2: nice it's a nice moment and it's a little contradictory it's it's a little weird and and maybe uh, bikers you know these guys could be complex individuals and maybe it's just you know maybe that's just yeah. the nuance of the, it's almost a mask they wear and then they, uh, yeah
0: I like yeah. How, how domestic they are really you know with the wives and stuff it, it it really um it it it's endearing yeah they're cliched bikers in many ways but also like you say uh, there's more to them. Uh, let's mm-hmm. listen, now uh, Wendy and her, and the two guys discussing whether they should join the bear hunt.
2: They're passing out guns and ammo at the camp store like it was candy. This bear hunt's gonna be bitchin'. What do you guys know about guns? <laughs> the most shooting you've ever done was with BB guns trying to hit car windows from a freeway overpass.
1: This has gotta be easier than that.
0: I love the details Wendy gives. The only, uh, you know... she could just say you've only used BB guns but she's like shooting car windows from a freeway overpass it's so great yeah and you
2: and you would think she would have said shooting like Atari but she says shooting an actual gun that's just less powerful and then the the, the logic twist where the thing that they did was actually he perceives it as harder than the real thing they're gonna do there's so much um, sophistication packed into that let's listen to more
1: Bared you first blood.
2: He tore my tent. Go ahead, do your macho thing. I'm staying
1: right here. All by yourself? Are you sure you want to?
2: You may wind up like that Badopkin kid. Yeah, man. He looked like raw hamburger. But if you don't want to come, All right, I'll come. But I'm not going to shoot any stupid guns.
0: That's our girl. Ah, I, I love these characters. They are just fun to hang out with. They're really cool. Uh, George gets his military friend to join the hunting party. The two bikers are lost in the woods. Wendy's two friends are running around <laughs> acting like they're in a war movie. <laughs> that's, that's a fun. fun <laughs> and they moment. don't so discourage strange. it, really. They're yeah. just kind of like,
2: oh, I weird- these kids are dumb. Like, yeah. let, let's let them keep the guns and
1: continue <laughs> to do it. I know
0: you'd think that George like the 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 master um tracker would would not put up with that at all, you know. Yeah. Um so then one of them gets caught in a trap. The trap is made of a vine. George attributes it to poachers. Dave points out that poachers would probably use rope. And boom, the mm. hunting hunting party's over.
1: <laughs>
0: There's so much going on, Tom.
1: There's so much going on. It's, that my favorite point part of this is when when he's when uh, David says, "But yeah, poachers wouldn't take the time to make this rope out of vine." And and William Smith the general like points at him like, "You are right." It's it's like a <laughs> yeah. subtle little moment. It's great.
0: Well, how about that the fact the hunting party is over? Then they just like go back to the camp, and it seems very shortly after that they're back to, to hunting again. You know, like plot wise like just have the hunting party happen why do we have this false start and and no like whatever reason they have for hunting again at least and we'll get to it it didn't seem like enough to justify uh complicating the plot more uh, any any thoughts on that Sean? Yeah. Well, you know how
2: when they they say that perhaps a beautiful gem which has a slight imperfection is all the more beautiful <laughs> it's how okay. that okay. That little bit of this movie, which is a beautiful gem, has this slight thing that might not be just
0: right. That's the thing. That's the one thing. Yeah.
1: Thank God.
0: The bikers find the caveman's cave, which the tracker, as Ava skillfully pulled out, the tracker, unable to find it in about, what, 20, 30 years, it seems. And these these bikers are drunk. Drunk bikers just stumbled into the cave. There's a skeleton in it, which we assume is Prescott. One of them wants to keep the skull as a souvenir to show off to his buddies at the bowling league. That's a, that's a good little detail. I like that. So awesome. the caveman kills the lead biker with an axe and then chases the other one with a spear. Uh, Charlie. And a little plot
2: thing. We also find the newspaper article, which um, talks about the kidnapping. So you can guess that Prescott you know, would still kinda of make a trip into town or something to to read up on it and see what happened and then he saved it.
0: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. It's a funny it's a funny little detail. They 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 kept the clippings. Um meanwhile back at the camp, Wendy stays at camp with a gun as the other two guys go for the second hunt. So they're already going on a second hunt. They just ended the first hunt. I'm gonna let it go. But that's crazy. <laughs> Beautiful gem. Meanwhile, the second biker uh, gives the skull back to the caveman, who accepts it and seemingly is a, is gonna be like truce. But then, after like just a little beat, he starts chasing him again, right into this uh, this hole with a bunch of spears in it that uh, that he falls into and dies. Um, so that, that that's fun and cool. Um, now the hunting team finds the cave. Now the hunting team finds the cave again. The tra- the tracker had been unable. George had been unable to find it forever, and he just, if they had just hiked five extra minutes beyond um, the beyond the uh, the vine trap, he would have found it. Right. Uh, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and they find the dead biker there too. And let's listen. Um, David is going to confront George in this scene. Uh, just give me a second, uh, Charlie. Do you have any deep thoughts you want to share with us while I'm lining it up?
2: Um, can I? I'll bring up the tea lights, I guess. It, it. it seems it seems like the caveman has taken the time to artfully arrange some <laughs> some miniature candles, perhaps scented. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> of intervals around his uh, camp, so he's not without a uh, tender decorative yeah. side.
0: Let's,
1: Pretty comfortable looking in there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's very nice. Let's listen to um, them discussing how they're going to handle this situation in the cave. You knew. You knew. Good
1: God, you knew all along there was no animal doing this. You could have stopped it. You might be my son. Your son. Who the hell cares?
4: That kid! He killed that
0: kid! And he started uh, cover up this uh, this son of a this bitch. son of a bitch! Cut it out! Oh, that's uh, Deke uh, breaking it up there. That is high drama. And boy, the music, uh, not subtle. Huh, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, throughout. It's, <laughs> it's Throughout, great. yeah. It's never.
1: So heavy-handed, yeah.
0: Never subtle was like the directions that was given to the, uh, <laughs> the composer. <laughs> Any chance you have, just do, bring it up. Bring it up even more. Uh, so, yeah, Deke breaks up the fight, and then David's uh, love interest, Cheryl, is that right, Charlie? Yeah. Cheryl um, tells them to go warn, tells, wait, then David's love interest tells them they got to go warn the others at the camp. George sends one of Wendy's boys, I don't know which one it was. It's Tom or Rick. But, oh, should Rip. we mention at the beginning of the movie, they're carving all three of their names into a tree, by the way, at the beginning. We we didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. and then they want to take the tree home. Don't they mention that too? <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. It's, it's a it's funny a- relationship. <laughs> um, Poignant. So he's going off to run and warn the rest of the others. Not a good idea to break up, I would say. Um, the rest yeah. of the group decides they need to bring the dead body back again. I I think it can wait, you know. Like mm-hmm. that cave is obviously very easy to find. Um, so the caveman breaks into George's office and to, or the store, I guess, whichever. I guess it's the same thing, and destroys it. Then he destroys the jeep, like Charlie mentioned. Um, George, the master tracker, uh, while they're carrying the body of the dead, um, what's it called? Uh, biker. The, George is able to pick up the track and see that the the kid they sent ahead of them took a wrong turn. Uh, I I don't understand. I don't know tracking, Tom. But uh, is it that is it that easy? Just like he glances. Okay,
1: it seems to come and go with this guy, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's both easy and hard.
1: <laughs> Wait, that that twig right there is bending that way, so he must have gone straight. But. Twenty years ago, I <laughs> find this huge cave. <laughs> um, I don't know.
0: So then they split up um, and, dis- and discover the two dead bodies in the trap. Um, so, uh, so that's that. They return to camp. Tom goes to get the general. So Tom is. So I guess it was Rick who died, right, Charlie? Rick. Correct. He, yep. So now Tom goes to tell the general what's going on, and the general refuses to leave the RV. I don't mind a little one-on-one," he tells the kid before telling him to scoot, Charlie. the
2: The actor was only like available for filming probably yeah. for like a day and a half, so they're like, "Not general. You don't want to go. You you stay in the RV yes, and you don't scenes. interact that much. We
0: take too much time to move the camera. Yeah. Um. Tom finds a caveman tampering with the RV's gas line in the back. Caveman kills him with a knife, and then the general lights a match, and the RV explodes. That was a money shot, huh, Tom? I think they enjoyed. It. They got. They were proud to have that shot.
1: Yeah, it was. It was impressive. It even it really had it all. It had a cheesy one-liner from William Smith when uh, his his wife asks him how he likes his steak, and he says, "Well done." And then they explode. <laughs> and and they yeah, got the caveman tampering with the fuel lines. I mean, there's so much going on. All of a sudden, again, it's it's. They just keep amping it up. It's great.
0: And we should note, this is the same caveman that yesterday couldn't differentiate between an ATV and a person. He is... now. <laughs> he's... And he had to assume that they were going to light a match. I mean, I guess eventually he
2: might know they'd light a match, <laughs> but he didn't know that the general smoked cigars. That I don't yeah,
0: Maybe he did. He's been or doing did a lot he? of... Yeah, maybe he did. Yeah. Alright, the group is trying to organize itself. They realize that uh, Emily, she's one of the bikers She's vanished Turns out she's looking for her dead husband I guess uh, Meanwhile, Wendy is frightened Back at her camp Is frightened by some noises Wendy is the speed metal girl She goes into the tent And then a hand um, Reaches through Go away or, or I'll shoot She says, she shoots And then, ah, oh, what a moment Ava, when we discover it's not the caveman Nope. It's Tom. It's her good friend Tom. He he wasn't killed by the caveman back at the RV, and he struggled to get yep. to the camp only to be shot by by the, the girl he loved. That is uh, that's poignant, huh, Tom? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm still a little broken up about it.
0: Um, okay. Emotional. <laughs> so then caveman then is right there anyway. He didn't get shot, so he's able to grope her a little bit. And then break her back, or, or a lot. That was a little <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Yeah. too that much. It was a little awkward. Any groping was, is too much.
3: It was. It was like. I mean, because he wasn't really creepy until like that point. Like he did have that moment where he kind of stared at when uh, David and what's her name, Denise,
1: Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl yeah.
3: were were <laughs> getting it on. But then like in that scene with wendy
0: yeah it's just it's just,
3: just re- weird it's, a, it's so it's like ugh. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yes you're right all right it's nighttime uh the survivors think they're gonna survive the night george offers some booze to dave who refuses george criticizes him for being self-righteous and he drunkenly rambles about how the only reason he opened the park was to get a better chance at finding his son And uh, at this point, we're just like we're not even gonna bother uh, poking holes in this this stupid (laughs) story. Uh, (laughs) What a brilliant, brilliant scheme George had! You know, I know what I'll do. I'll convince a rich guy to (laughs) to hire me to run his uh, campground, which is step one of. A huge, huge plan to just totally, like, develop the whole thing. Strip malls and you name it, you know? (laughs) Right? Don't they even say strip malls, Charlie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Tato's, ski resort. Oh, my God. Anyway, Emily, who is still (laughs) out there searching the woods, she gets killed by the caveman. Uh, Deke... Foolishly leaves the group to fire up the generator, I, I guess. He spills the gas after seeing the dead Emily. And then Caveman runs at him with a torch and sets him on fire. And then the burning deke comes running towards the group, who can only watch helplessly. Am I missing anything? Any points? I should, Charlie?
2: These are the big, you know, movie-wise, yeah. these are the big pieces that helped it get major worldwide distribution. Yeah. The, and the, least, the RV exploding and yeah. this thing. And the least
0: fun as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, it is. But they're checking off the boxes that you can put a trailer together and <laughs> yeah. you know, make it look like a real movie, Explosion I guess. Explosion
0: check, burning man running check. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Now caveman's driving a tractor at them, I think. It kills more than it kills more of them. Only George, David, and um Cheryl are alive at this point, Charlie. Um,
2: my emotions and and mental state echoed the characters at this point, where as as <laughs> they, were, were so, was, they were getting <laughs> they were getting very weary.
0: Yeah, it's dark, it's Dis- disinterested. A little yeah, bit
2: too much Jack Daniels, <laughs> and I'm watching it and I'm falling asleep and I'm wondering who's who is
0: somebody alive just died? I think. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Just like okay, it, just kill kill who needs to be killed and end this thing, please. And we're still all in these dark scenes, so yeah. nothing against the movie, but I, I did
2: sort of <laughs> lose some of the details here, where especially this point where there's like a truck driving and then like a bus flips over on some people or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. So not into it at this point. David tries to shoot the caveman, but George stops him. George tells him to leave without him. The sun comes up. George follows the caveman into the wilderness, avoiding some traps along the way. After narrowly avoiding a falling tree, which apparently is another trap, right, Tom? mm -hmm.
1: Okay. I think so, yeah.
0: George looks proudly at the elaborate trap that his son created, like, hmm, not bad, kid. Caveman pulls out the watch. (laughs) So then they share a tender moment. Does the music play there, too, Ava? Probably, right? Yes, he does. It does. Thank thank God. Thank God. But then, and that is the so, final moment. Final mo- a tender moment between a man, a man and his long lost caveman son. But then, oh, a quest fulfilled. Quest yeah. fulfilled. But they're about. They're gonna start a relationship. They're gonna you're, you're rekindle that uh, that bond. But no. George um steps on on a trap that caveman didn't. Caveman was so you know distracted by meeting his father for, for the first time in ages that he forgot... Forgot there's a trap right in front of him that kills George. Oh no. Oh, oh
1: my goodness.
0: Next day the cops say they'll get whoever did it. David suggests that they never will be able to get him. The park is closed and it's back to wilderness. The end. Um let's hear it from Memorial Valley Massacre. Uh, oh. let's let's hear the Charlie, let's hear your you love this movie. Let's hear your review.
2: Yeah. Well when I think about the pa- the Pantheon of Greats. And when I try to think of something that I just, you know, really, really, really want to watch, it's this one. It's this one. And I, and I, it's because it's so entertaining. Um, it's bright. It's cheery. It's cartoony. Um, it, it has surprising depth at times. Um, it's surprisingly <laughs> confusing at times, of course. But um, <laughs> I really like the um, innocence on display it it speaks to the 12 year old and all of us and I think that um if someone tells me what's a movie like this what movie would you put on a a list that say has this sort of innocence and still is a horror movie and has a little bit of a little bit of comedy or whatever I'd be hard pressed I'd have to start researching I can't think of it off the top of my head right now um You know, and it's not, it's independent, but it's not super low budget. We're not in the, uh, you know, Curse of the Screaming Dead kind of realm here. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Usually when I think of a really, really low budget movie, it's like, does it have one of the producers' um, house backyards or house in the movie? But it's a notch
0: above that. Yeah. This is
2: above that. I mean, they had a bank with big funding and everything. So just to sum it up, I think it's incredibly entertaining, and it has a certain innocence to it. And it was a real um, gem of the VHS rental era. You could have a good night at home with a party, a sleepover, watching this thing.
0: Tom, your review? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, it's one of those movies, like, I, I remembered almost all of it. You know, even though, you know, we probably watched it, you know, in the middle of a marathon of 23 movies or something like that. But it was nothing was a surprise, like some little minor points here and there that I didn't remember, but it just stays with you and it gets it engages you from the beginning. And I kept like probably annoying, but I kept telling Ava, like, isn't this great? Is't this the greatest thing you've ever <laughs> seen? Like, like, like
0: the- it's a good way to get someone to like a movie to just like keep on pushing them. Ava, what was yeah. your review?
3: Um, <laughs> I mean, it is entertaining. it's it's got a lot going on. Um, I was going to say, honestly, it reminds me a lot of your movies. Well, so <laughs> like, cause you guys have, we, we just watched, um, don't, what was it? The river beast. river beast. yeah. What What's the name of that? Don't, don't, let, the river the, beast? don't let the river beast get you. Well, yeah. I was trying to remember the full title cause I just have oh. fixated on river beast. Um, yeah. so we just rewatched that and there's like 5 million, like, storylines happening in the movie yeah. and in some respects like all the characters that that are in river beast like it just kind of reminded me like well yeah, yeah. i mean we stole just, yeah like,
0: we actively a, a stole. lot of
3: storylines happening <laughs> and they all come you know it all comes together
0: yeah yeah, I mean, that, I mean the reason you feel that way is because we very we took notes watching Memorial Valley Massacre, and and said let's do it just like this. So, so it was not that's not a coincidence at all. Um, yeah, and, if we yeah, had a bigger
2: budget for a pocket watch, it would have had that pocket yeah.
0: watch with the Casio
2: keyboard itself.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very very entertaining movie. That those last fifteen minutes are you know, not, not really bearable. And, uh, you know, but I feel that way about most movies, Halloween four, you know, you name it, Charlie,
2: it can just, it just goes by you, you know, it's okay. It's not, it doesn't become sleazy or anything like that. It's not too glossy. It's not overly like loud or scary. It's just a little confusing and dark and, you know, it's not awesome as the rest of it is. It's not offensive.
3: yeah, I think that that's the what makes the difference is like it's just that short bit right at the end, and they're like clearly just trying to up that body body count. Yeah. And I mean, like even because like they get rid of like the the, the characters that get like rolled over, or, like the bus rolls over on them or whatever. I'm yeah. like, those three were like dead immediately. Like it was like boom, and then you just kind of see the bodies, and then you move on to the next yeah. like group of characters that were going to mm-hmm. just like kick the bucket.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a, a minor minor quibble, uh, and and I'm glad it's like uh, when they did kill three at once. I was like, oh, good, all right. Like we're that much closer <laughs> to the end. You know, at least don't we'll have to watch one at a time uh, get meet their demise. So uh, yeah, and um, it's late eight, it's later eighties. What what year is it, uh, Charlie?
2: It's credited as eighty nine, I think, but in in our book we wrote eighty eight. Yeah, I bet you it's one, it's right around there. There's probably both of those.
0: You can tell, there. I mean, you can tell by the the yeah. brightness. I like the brightness. It it does not get glossy, but it's 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 not as grainy as uh early 80s. And and by like the the speed metal and the biker people, they they feel a lot more mid-late 80s than early 80s. Those those type of characters it seems. But mm-hmm. it does it doesn't fall prey to the glossiness or 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 sleaziness that that um, is in a lot of the late '80s stuff. So it's really it's the best of both worlds in that uh, it's it's easier on the eyes uh, for quality-wise, but um, but but in terms of content, it it, it maintains the uh, the the lightheartedness of the of the earlier half of the decade. Uh, you guys agree on that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's surprising. It's rated R, but it's surprising. Like almost it's very wholesome. Of kind of movies, had it. it's yeah. There's, I mean, there's no nudity. There's like, there's not really much gore or anything like that. Although I did a few like double takes
0: uh, for Wendy. I was like, is Wendy, is Wendy wearing a shirt? A couple times, well, she's, and yeah. she's, those she's, wet she's, t-shirts. I mean, her
3: shirt bear doesn't hide anything. Yeah, but I know.
0: Technically,
1: yeah. she's wearing a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's closest, as they could get, I guess.
0: <laughs> but it felt very. It is wholesome. Seriously, it's very wholesome. It's weird, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's got this brightness. Uh, what what are what did we um award it, Charlie? Oh,
2: oh, this is good stuff. Okay, so Memorial Valley Massacre was winner of the best screenplay. And, and deser- deservedly Shock so.
0: Deservedly so because deservedly it's so. weaving all these characters together, and it's got a tight plot. It's got the 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 phone, uh, the um the cl- the watch, and everything else. So, um. W- Good choice by us. Continue. It, it was nominated, but didn't win Best Death
2: for the clothesline slash beating of the m- mischievous chubby boy. <laughs> and it I, was. Let me interject. <laughs> okay. Let me
0: interject. It's not so much that that's a great death as it is, like, it's a great relief that that kid is gone, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: It's so yeah. justified, yeah.
1: Well, part, part of that, too, is the beating of the, the ATV that's tied in with the... <laughs>
2: Right, which we yeah. had um, il- all part you know, of it illustrated and uh, immortalized. <laughs> so also, um, John Queso, the caveman, was nominated for best actor.
0: Wow,
2: <laughs> I think due to his, due to the flip he does off the tree, best villain as well. Um, Is Robert he even C- a
0: villain? But you will I get, know. Yeah, continue.
2: He's he's more a force of nature, a wild boy, and everything. But we bent the rules for him. Yeah. Um, Robert C. Hughes, the director, was nominated for best director.
0: Yeah, because it's a lot of work to weave all that together, much like for the screenwriter.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy
0: out there in the woods and all that night shots yeah. and everything
1: got some good performances too really out of these people
0: i got uh, one thing though i I do get the feeling that if you turn the camera around there's like a busy road like right but it did not really feel deep in the woods
1: no
2: and finally uh nominated for best picture in shock june it did not win but it was nominated
0: interesting do
2: you are you able to find out what what beat it up Give me a minute while uh, okay. if Tom has any shock memories or anything I don't
0: know yeah. uh, left. I'll just say quickly, shock memories. I just yeah, I remember like Tom's like you said. I remembered most of it. There were no surprises. This movie really it's bright and um, and well paced and uh, has got memorable characters galore. So it's not other than that ending that gets a little boring. Like you remember all of it, right, Tom?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. I think we called them postmodern caveman, right? When we were watching it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yeah. time. Yeah. And just, just, just saying that word just m- makes me smile and yeah. r- brings back a lot of these scenes. He's
3: I so mean, clean. before we started watching, Tom just kept talking up John Queso. He was, he was <laughs> like,
0: you actually and mentioned his name. Do. As you do. I...
3: I think it actually this wasn't the first time I've watched Memorial Valley Massacre with him. Um, because I remember or or either I he showed me either he did something where there were scenes because I remember the spikes when they when the, the biker dude and the other dude fall onto the spikes. Uh-huh. Mm. Like I think I watched the end of the movie with Tom before and I probably wasn't paying attention to this was the first time I watched it paying attention yeah. from beginning to end
1: um it sticks with you but
3: but 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 it's pretty memorable and those the i i couldn't i was very fixated on the horrible prosthetic teeth
0: oh yeah we should have mentioned that yeah but i mean yeah it's he's such a cartoonish uh character the caveman is the most cartoonish but everything about it is cartoonish and that's good yeah what why why go realistic i mean it's a silly horror movie charlie what what won best picture that that year
2: the best picture was *Curse of the Screaming Dead*.
0: Well, all right. Well, I mean that—that's tough. Hard, you know, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat *Screaming Dead*. So I think we made the right choice there. Um, I'm gonna say two more notes. They're funny. And they're quick. It, yeah.
2: I, I was looking at the credits. One is that they thanked uh, Bush's baked beans, uh-huh. who probably supplied a bunch of baked beans to the set, and I enjoy imagining that when yeah. the actors were mm-hmm. like. Time for time for lunch break everybody all right want some uh, maple bacon baked beans we got your brown sugar baked beans like <laughs> they, <laughs> on that campground
1: <laughs> they had them in the in the office remember they were in a tower on mm. the table
2: yeah the I mean when I think of baked yeah. beans in, a, in yeah. film history I, I think of Memorial Valley and um, the other hilarious thing is that they thank Takate beer but uh-huh. they spelled it but they spell it wrong. Yeah. We noticed that too.
3: Who doesn't check the corporate? I actually did a Google search just to make sure that there wasn't some (laughs) unknown ticade brand. I did the
2: same. I did. You and I were both the only two people on earth probably double-checking T I C c-i-c-a-t-e beer, and that's uh, great. I love that ineptitude.
0: That's great. Wow. Well, a really impressive. Uh, I didn't even look at the credits. I was just like, okay, it's over. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and I like that movie. Sorry. And nothing, you know, but... The, the, hey, we're all busy. But also just, like, so many movies feel the need to have these epic endings that are so boring. You know, from, like I already mentioned, but Halloween 4, it's like I'm having such a good time and then it's just like darkness and... and and um. In dread and in confusion. It's I I don't I don't want I don't want to see that. But uh, I guess I don't know. You you want there to be some sort of payoff at the end, but uh, it's it's often not rewarding. Uh, and even in Memorial Valley. But I'll let it go. Very good movie. We we recommend it highly. It was nominated Best Picture. It won other awards. And um, we'll be back next month for another one. I don't. You know we haven't done War Eaters yet. I'm just thinking, guys.
2: Mm.
0: Say God, that might be fun. <laughs> I, to, I think Tom, one of you, mentioned it earlier. So I, we really, uh, we we,
1: we really ought to we maybe have it, we haven't done Cursed the Screaming Dead either,
0: which we keep mentioning. Wow, so many. Well, maybe, maybe let's do a Twitter poll. That. Twitter Twitter poll between those two, Charlie. Eh? Okay, okay. We'll let yeah, the we'll people decide. The people usually let us down. Throw a third movie in there that we don't want to review too, and it, I usually put
3: Rana in there, and I try to
1: get yeah. people to
3: pick
2: Rana with with subtle wow. manipulations, and it
0: just doesn't work.
3: I would vote for Rana over War Meters.
1: Ooh, now it's coming down to it.
0: <laughs> All right, well, you're you're you got you have a vote, Ava. So, uh, and frankly, so few people vote that I mean, it's <laughs> I know my <laughs> vote, very my vote heavy. matters. It counts <laughs> until I sway the whole thing. <laughs> uh, listeners, check Twitter, check at Shock Marathon's Twitter to make sure you vote. And until next month, I'm Farley saying goodnight for Tom and Ava and Charlie.